0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Women's Health Matters podcast. I am your host, Lucy Townsley, a women's health consultant. I'm a life and health coach, and I'm also a Chinese medicine practitioner. So on this podcast, we have the most amazing speakers who are gonna help you in every direction in your life. Whatever you're going through, there's an answer here. So forget about Dr. Google, just have a listen to these amazing speakers and get ready for the next episode. Also, hit that subscribe button. So welcome to Women's Health Matters podcast and today I'm joined by Gronia. Gronia has been talking to me before we started this podcast about all the amazing things she's done and the media that she's been on. She's been on TV3, it's now Virgin Television. She's, she's on the Derman and Dave show. That's on Today FM, isn't it? And That's she's awesome. been on... Four FM, and also been interviewed by American television. So I'm like really privileged that you're here on this podcast because this is a relatively new one, and that you're taking the time to tell us about what you do, and how you help people. So I'm going to let you you chat and tell us what you do. Thank you, Lucy, and it's an honour to be here because you know the work
1: I do as an international numerologist um, for the last 26 years um, is to help people to understand themselves a little bit more. So my work involves, I'm a soul seer. That's the word I use now. As I get older, I'm opening up more to that version of who I am, which is the part that can connect in with you know, people's souls to help them to understand and uncover and discover who they truly are. So um, for me, it's working with people's names from birth and their dates of birth. And I create a chart, a little bit like astrology. Like astrology is more to do with the time of birth. Mine's to do with your name from your birth cert, along with your date of birth. And with that in mind, I can create a story, if you will, as to what your contract was. Sounds very official, doesn't it? Your mm. contract for your soul, which is the real you, what it needed and wanted to learn and wants to learn in this life experience. So that's very vague, but that's what I do. And um, I've been very lucky, you know, numbers are something. That seem to be getting a lot of sort of credence at the moment you know the eleven eleven phenomenon we're in a 22 year um and that's why i managed to wiggle myself onto lots of media because people love speaking to me even you know the hosts regarding you know double digits treble digits what does it mean what's the significance and so forth so that's really what i do there you are now lucy
0: in a nutshell Okay, so if I came to you and I like obviously you know my name is Lucy and I give you my date of birth, then what happens? Do you work with me on the spot or do I go away and you come back or how does it work? Yeah, so how it works a session there's there's a number of options. There's one the session is an hour
1: long and um, with that I've been given your name from birth and your date of birth. I do the calculations prior, and then we converse on Zoom. There's another option I have, which is seems to be very popular at the moment. And it's it's just a half an hour of pure audio, where based on your name from birth and date of birth, I tell you what your sole contract is. I also do forecasting for the year. Plus I also do past life readings. I love doing that. I do that based on your numbers. And okay. um, so there are the options. My website is, you know, numbers for success the number four, numbers for successcom I'm sure you'll have all the links below. Yeah. And um, that outlines what each session entails. But ultimately, um, for me, a session can be what is the sole purpose, your potential and skills, timing, uh, forecasting, and also what is your destiny?
0: So say like you have someone you know, I'm going to say me, for example, and you've mapped out my next year. But what happens if that's really where I don't want to go? You know where I, I'm going? No, actually, no, I, I that's not in my head or my plan.
1: Yes, yes. Well, I suppose for me, as I would say to clients, um, I tend to go back to the past to uncover and discover what the true essence of you is. And that's done through intuition, but also through the value of the numbers and what way I can use their energy. Because at the end of the day, everything is just energy, isn't it, Lucy? And I'm sure Mm -hmm. you've spoken with it in your podcast. And so therefore, you know, we are energy. Our numbers are energy, color, sound, taste, smell, touch. So I'm just basically looking and reading what when you came in, when the light hit your pituitary gland and you came in as Lucy, uh, I don't know your surname. I don't know if it's that one there. Tansley. Yeah, Tansley. yeah, Tansley. Beautiful name. Um, Thank you. When you came in, you know, you. my understanding of work, the work I do is that we choose our parents, our family, our circumstances, socioeconomic, colour of our skin. It's all predestined for the experience, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the greatest thing, Lucy, is we have free will. So if I give any information to someone, my work is more about healing the now that's what i'm doing more and more of because when you have the knowledge of who you are why you're here you can heal the past as best you can and you can certainly change your future so that's really what i'm at um i'm certainly not a fortune teller um i am someone who's trained in this and continues daily for 26 years to understand myself more Don't always get it right, Lucy, but I try. Um, And also to be able to help others to understand, well, that's why these things happen. How can I change it? That's really what I do.
0: I know. And I I think that's a really huge thing is that we don't always get it right ourselves. sometimes, But that's a learning, I think. That's just learning. And then I I hate the word mistake anyway. I hate using that word. But I just think if you go, okay, that one didn't work. Let's try this one. I think that's a better way. It um kind of makes me think of a story. Now, this is years ago. Um, my sister had booked to go see a fortune teller in London. He had this I can't even remember the man's name, but this super reputation and she couldn't go and she was like, You go. And I was like, Oh, I couldn't go. That would just, you know, that's ridiculous. Anyway, I did end up going and I went with a friend of hers that I hadn't met. Before ever, and I was like, I'm going with your friend Joe, and the two of us. And I don't know. And she goes, "You'll be fine. Joe is lovely." So we off we went anyway up on the train to London, and met this guy. And oh my goodness, he he was so accurate with, like it wasn't just for you know it wasn't fortune telling. He 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 kind of you know set out a path, but it was kind of a positive path. But I remember one of them was about my grandparents. So going back, you know, past. They always used to fight over my sister, um, you know, who was going to mind her and particularly my mom's mom and my dad's mom and dad. Now, for me, I was always kind of with my dad's mom and dad, but my sister seemed to connect more with my mom's mom. But they were always fighting. And I remember him saying, like, "I I can't get a word in edge race here. They're fighting between them. But it was just like I was like, there's no way that he would know that. So there is something I think it's to do with your energy, the energy that you put out that he knew this stuff so there is something Mm -hmm. to it um yeah there is is something to it it. yeah i mean
1: i i come from a long line of um intuitive people shall we say (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um you know my grandmother would have been a very much uh we say in ireland a shana like she would have um helped people when they help families when someone lost someone and she would be someone who would tell stories and she make people cry i'm good at that too and uh, so my mother was very intuitive as well um very psychic and i certainly have that gift as well and so i whilst i am a numerologist and i've worked with this for a long time i very much work with my guides and i have a team of guides i call them the georges and there's a number <laughs> of them and they work through me with me along with my angels to to in, tune in with the person I'm working with and to get as much guidance and information for them because I am not telling anyone anything they don't already know. I'm helping them to remember why they're here. And that's what makes it so lovely. And therefore, I can connect in with loved ones on occasions. I, I do a lot of work where intergenerational healing is necessary. That's a big part of my work, Lucy. i mm-hmm. um, helping people to understand the significance of the past and how it continually repeats. So it's fascinating. I never know what and who I'm going to meet in
0: a day. I tell you, I'm never bored. I'd say not. But how do the numbers work into this? Like, how do you, you know what do you utilize them? How, you know, so you've you, my date of birth, and then what, like, how do you come, you know, say, yeah, yeah sorry, I'm asking. I know. Question, so. it's,
1: it's, it's, it's a great question. So your date of birth is your calling card, if you will and so the date you came in is what your soul wants to begin its journey of from that point so each number of one's date of birth has a significance and because I'm doing it such a long time I'm able to kind of tell a story you know what each number means and I as I say I do tune in I get a lot of guidance from spirit but I am well trained I've been doing it so long but yeah. Your name from birth is significant because the family into which you were born is your divine lineage. Whether you like your parents, knew them, love them or love them, they are your master teachers and in the work I do. And so therefore, I meet a lot of people who've been adopted or who have you know abandoned and don't know their parents, but they still have the lineage. You know, they may not have the name that they came in on, but that's as a numerologist, we always work with the name on your birth cert. Like I'd meet a lot of people who could be called Lucy, but in real life, they're called Mags, you know, and there's no connection. It just is because the energy of each letter of one's name has a significance. And so therefore, I add everything up. It comes to a certain digit, which tells me what one's life purpose is amongst many things. So it's really, it's really in depth and it's not wooey. It's a science. It's been around since I use intuition, but. It's been around since for thousands of years. Good old Pythagoras. I always talk about him, my old pal Pythagoras. Um, He founded the numerology system I would have trained in initially, the Pythagorean system. And he used to pass it on. It was all, nothing was written down. It was just passed through word of mouth. And then it started to make its way into different, maybe secret societies and all that stuff. But for me, I discovered it. 26 years ago because I was on my own path my own healing journey and it just resonated with my soul I went I know this I just knew I can do this it was like aha you know that moment mm. so that's why I've done this in many lifetimes I know I have that was going to so- be my
0: my question how, what like what brought you to become a neuro I can't even say the word neurologist numerologist yeah.
1: sorry I that's really bad as well <laughs> the numerologist
0: Numerolo- um, <laughs> numerologist
1: yeah can't get my tongue around it that's a hard one yes well I guess you know um I was quite I lived a very you know, in, well, you know I'd, I've had an interesting life up to the first I'd say probably 28 years and that would be very auspicious with numerology and astrology. That's sometimes called Saturn return. It's when you live, you begin to really live your life from 28 on. And in in numerology, we have a similar number. So I plodded along, I traveled the world, I was married, uh, quite young um, and everything was just was. And then I guess life throws the curve ball and it began with, my father, who I was very close to, being diagnosed with um, a terminal illness. And I was living in Canada at the time. So I came home to Ireland and with my husband. And then I had my first child and um, my dad recuperated. And then I had a second child, but then I lost my third child. And that uh, it was a miscarriage, a late miscarriage, but that to me was the catalyst that just blew me open. I was devastated beyond words. I couldn't believe that this would happen. But it brought me then when my father got sick again. So I was able to, I shut down my own, if you know what I mean, my own pain, focus on my father and um, was very blessed to have that time with him until he passed. And then it's like the soul started saying, well, okay, we need to look at some stuff here. And that's when I started. For me, was I went for Reiki healing and um I remember having a healing session done and everything it's like as if all the nuts and bolts started to open up and I started seeing again and hearing again that I would have as a child and again I wouldn't have spoken much about that as a child I just accepted that as being the norm you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then I started to you know I had to look at some stuff in my own life but then I went on to have my my fourth daughter and um she's now 21 She's beautiful, and uh, and they're all beautiful, inside and out. But for me, it was the beginning of the journey, and then I it was insatiable. It was I was like a runaway train, you know? I couldn't get enough information, and I'm a real researcher anyway, so it's like everything started to happen. And I met a wonderful lady called Margaret Nalon and she lived in Cavan in up, up the north of Ireland, and she was a numerologist, and she introduced me and trained me initially and then i went on my own journey she has subsequently passed but she's always with me so Mm -hmm. um that brought me because for me numbers were something i could read. i don't know I just i understood it i used to be able to do coding and mad things like that when i was a child and yet i can you know i i wasn't interested in math you know or algebra but i love numbers and the energy of numbers so that brought me to my own awareness. And then I people started coming to me. You know, again, as soon as we're in the flow, the universe will provide, as you know, Lucy. So people started to come for readings. And I really had, wasn't sure what I was at initially, but it just, I knew I had to work with my guides and, and the rest is history. So 26 years later.
0: I know, I obviously I know you can't discuss patients or clients or anything like that but it, like have you had any particular one that stands out that you have have really evolved and become you know i don't know powerful in themselves because i think from my experience of helping women in their health mentally and physically is that as we as we age um, because of media and you know the fact that you're meant to look like you're 20 and that's impossible when you're 50 you know and you have the the signs of having children and you know just like life um and there is such a battering on middle middle age women to be skinny and sexy and young looking and you know even young girls now um you know getting their lips done and their bra- eyebrows done and Botox, even my daughter who's 25, she's like, I'm, da- I'm gonna get Botox now. And I'm like, oh my goodness, do you know that pressure? So like how, you know, with numerology, would, how do they, how do you help in that situation?
1: Yeah, it's a brilliant question. And it's true, I observe as well, you know, what's going on societally wise. And, and that's one thing about numerology I love. I look for, and I will answer your question, as it will come through i look for patterns in numbers and i look for patterns and dates so um when i do a chart i'm able to give specific ages when things tend to happen for the individual right which wakens them up but equally when i look at what's going on in the earth right now 2022 adds to a six energy and it's very much around people coming into their own it's, a, it's an awakening time So and it's about self-worth, which I think is relevant to what you've just said there about the pressures, particularly in society for women. And I hear you. I have three daughters myself. And so it's about developing our self-worth, self-acceptance. And it is societal in many ways that it can be passed down from generation to generation, this sense of not being worthy and so forth. And the six is very much the divine feminine. I always see a number six, Lucy, as being a pregnant woman. I just see it's a birthing of a new being, but equally, it doesn't mean we always have to have children, by the way. It's just the birthing of a new concept. Yeah. Yeah. And even 2022, which adds to a six, has the same vibrational number as 1968. And that was probably one of the most revolutionary times, you know, in history, if you will. Certainly in Northern Ireland, it was the beginning of the civil rights movement and the the challenges to come and jfk not, yeah, sorry robert kennedy was shot and so was martha luther king so there was a lot of radical change women were coming into birth control which was fantastic at last you say over their bodies and the young people were all into the festivals now i was only a child but but now that's happening again you know and so when someone comes to me i can help them understand on a soul level what they're here to learn and sometimes it can be in the context of a young girl, for example, maybe who has, I'd see a lot of people with eating disorders, put it that way. It depends on the chart, but it will come up like where food can be, it can be any substance, by the way. But particularly if there's lots of eights in someone's chart, eight can be very much around, um, it's about abundance, but it can be about excess. So I can see that depending on the, you know, the different other combination of numbers. Where this person may have to, you know, look at why comfort eating or issues around body image. And you can bet your bottom dollar, as my mother used to say, when you start going backwards in time, back to family lines, family lineage, you can spot it. And it's usually trauma based. So for the young and not so young at the moment, I feel there is that pressure but I feel it always boils down to simply when you love yourself and really love who you are, you will be able you will send that vibe it's an inside job isn't it it's all about mm. the inner glow you know I love Charlotte Tilbury Magic cream I feel brilliant when I wear it I hope I'm allowed to say that <laughs> I just love her stuff but you know but ultimately I could if I wasn't feeling good inside it won't be glowing. So it has to be an inside job and working on ourselves to be the best version of ourselves. And that's what I do. I help people to remember who they are. There you go. I hope I answered that question. That was a long answer.
0: Yeah, no, you did, because that's very much um, where people, you know, men and women, not just women, but get very, very lost on who they are and what I stand for and where do I fit into the world? And I think... Yeah, as you, when you're younger, you kind of, well, no, young people do suffer it too. I suppose okay. I, I was very lucky because I, I was a quite confident young woman um, and riding and horse racing and stuff like that. So, But even with that, you were only ever as good as your horse that ran in the race. And if it ran bad, you were low. And if it ran good, you were high. So you did have those highs and lows going on so it so you do deal with things like so you know eating disorders quite a serious one you know anxiety and depression I presume you deal with those type of situations as well
1: yes and I found since 2020 you know um there's been a lot a larger rise of that and um for me I remember when I was studying all those years ago and I remember saying, I wonder what's going to happen in 2020, because that's the numbers of utopia. That's the numbers of reaching. What's utopia? So utopia would be living, living the dream like life. It's about what? everything in order. The two is about the divine feminine, um, not just for women, for men as well. Femininity, you know, intuitiveness, support. And the zero is unlimited potential. So 2020. And then when all the things happened that did, I knew then it was in many ways leading us to the golden age, as we'd call it. And, you know, it sounds like, you know, um, it should be a Narnia or Lord of the Rings. But in many ways, it is. We have a chance and a choice at this time uh, as, as humans to bring this world into a place of utopia for ourselves like utopia to me and to you could be different to the people listening but the point is you know the the 2020 vision is being able to see things in balance and i found that a lot of young people including one of my own daughters it was a very difficult time because the younger because they were you know we all were isolated and all that but it was more about coming home to yourself 2020 adds to a four number four and the four is the heart heart chakra and it's also the heart of the home. So we were all locked down in 2020. So we can look at patterns and I do it all the time as to try and understand why, you know, we do not always get the answer. But so for all of us being on the earth at this time, I really believe we're worthy of being here, Lucy, because, you know, we have a part to play in creating the utopian way. And it's, you know, utopia can be just having enough And I feel year six that we're in is about community. It's about gathering. It's about bartering. It's about supporting each other. That's what we're here to do. And I feel it is certainly when we came out of all the situations, there was a sense of community being, you know, aroused again. And yet I feel we're back on that treadmill. I can see it. People are busy again.
0: Yeah.
1: But even.
0: It is a curious time actually because you're you are right and I would see that quite a lot of people that say come into my clinic and they would be lonely. They'd be really lonely. And I would say, Why don't you knock on your neighbor's door? You know, like older people in their kind of retired people say and they're like, Oh no, I couldn't do that. I'm like, Why not? Why wouldn't you just knock on the door and say, Would you like a cup of tea? Because you know what, they, that other person, the other side of the door could be Dithering whether to do that as well and then if they do it then you like it comes together and I always use the story of um, myself I've, I've become really good friends with a with a she's a horse therapist Susan Elliott and she's an amazing person but one day we I I didn't know her but I'd heard a lot about her through different people and I had to bring her one day about something probably to do with one of my ponies and um we started chatting and i i don't know why i just felt really relaxed with her and i I suppose in the first conversation maybe the second conversation i told her more about me than i probably would normally have done and that opening that vulnerability made us become really great friends so you're all right community is about showing vulnerability and putting out that hand really isn't it
1: yes and you know when we need to change our lives we've got to be the change Mm. and um you know as good old wayne dyer would say change the way you look at things and the things you look at will change so maybe, for your, yeah maybe for your viewers and listeners to recognize that that you know in order to bring change maybe they may be the people to reach a hand out and support someone especially coming into the colder times here in the northern hemisphere um i think it's very important and you know The whole last few three years certainly has brought people to an awakening, um, whether they believe it or not. And also it was part of a much bigger picture, much bigger plan um, to bring us to that state of awakening. So it's a positive
0: thing as well. Mm. Mm. No, it is. I agree. I disagree. And I always kind of I know this probably sounds really crazy, but going back to community again, you know, like like news is like electric bills are so high, heating bills are so high and everything's just gone up why, you know, again, like going back to the retired people, why don't they just like commute in one place? And, you know, I know it's not ideal, but still have their own places, but like have that sense of community and heat and welcoming in welcoming each other in. Yeah, and not just old people, but young people as well. Because there's plenty of women or men who stay home to mind children and things like that.
1: Yeah. And that's the invitation is to come together. Um, I'm hearing a Beatles song there come together right now and I love music so music comes through my mind a lot I hear the words of songs and that always gives me indicators of maybe the person I'm working with it just helps me to connect it's it's just something else but I do believe that that this is a time of it is you know people of all ages coming together to support each other mm -hmm. and I know we have online communities like you know but it's still and podcasts like I do myself but it's still nice to have the human touch. Oh my goodness, how much we need human touch. How oh, how yeah. how vital it is. And I'm sure you've discussed that in your clinics. You might hear lots of noise. It's um it's it's um uh, what's that called? Um hailstones. <laughs> oh popcorn. my gosh.
0: Okay, oh yes. it's not here. <laughs> Thank but, goodness. Uh, I think we had uh, it we uh, had it last uh, night, uh, in during the night, so we sent it up that up yeah. towards you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, so uh yes, yeah, important to support. Support those less fortunate, it really is. And you know, the sixth year is always about family as well. Um, it's about you know family dynamics, that's always great fun. And also
0: relationships, how we relate. Hmm. So here's another question. So, how would you like if you had someone coming to you who was say, like an older generation who could be going through a very difficult time, who's kind of you know, coming towards the end of their life, not the, you know, not the middle or the beginning. And Mm -hmm. because I find this a lot when I when I meet people that they've just not not given up, that's not the right word, but just feel they have nothing to contribute anymore to life. And because they're at that age where they've maybe another 10, 12 years to live, which I always say, oh, my goodness, you still every day it still counts. Doesn't matter how many years you've left. What would you say? You know, how would you help them again with the numbers and stuff?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I could have clients from I usually see clients from around the age of 26, 27, not really younger. depends if it's in context of a person session. Um, because you don't really come into your own till you're about 27, 28. Um, And I'd have clients into their 90s. So um, again, I really believe it's very much about our mindset and our heart set. You know, I've met people who are 22 who might as well be 100. And I've met people who are 95 who could be 20. You know, it really is soul. I meet a lot of probably middle to older souls. But I, I remember once meeting A man and he was he was a baby soul he had literally just been brought in and he looked like he was a man obviously but he looked like a little boy even though he was a grown man in his 40s he was so full of the joy of life he literally only had a few lifetimes (laughs) so sometimes depending on our life experience the soul gets tired as well and says oh listen I'm out of here you know and that's when people give up or the soul gets renewed again because the soul is the true blueprint, snowflake, if you will, of who you are. And there's, I personally believe we have thousands, well, depending, a lot of us have hundreds or thousands of other lifetimes. It can't just be one lifetime, good God. If it mm, was Jesus, oh, God,
0: how God, how do you um, How do you renew a soul that's tired?
1: Hmm, well, I feel when you know who you are and what your contract is, you then may have a lease of life. So sometimes a people's contract could be to foster, I'm just making this up, to foster animals, to take in animals that need a bit of nurturing. So therefore, it's a two way street. The animals benefit, but the person benefits too. It doesn't always have to be to be on, you know, the Oprah Winfrey show, you know, or win the lotto, you know, the usual. It's more about the moment, it's more about the, you know, being, let's be. Damn let's be not I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> The lotto, you know, there's nothing wrong with the lotto, by the way. But you know, being content, you know, when you know, you know, you've ever met someone who's just content? They just, they have what they have. They're in what they're in. They just accept. I think self acceptance and self love they are the keys to happiness.
0: It really is. Yeah, I, I really do. The more the more I do this work. The more I, you know, this really from Chinese medicine point of view, the fact that, you know, trauma has such a huge influence on how you feel in your body. And it could be any kind of trauma. And then you are right. It is about creating that self-love of yourself again to help release the trauma out of your body. And then you're able to move forward because it's a fear that people have, isn't it, that they they're scared of not being good enough and not being loved. Those two fears are the worst ever.
1: And a lot of times, again, from the work I do, um, I would ask about the birth process. It depends, not for everyone. And um, because I work a lot with the inner child as well. So when, say, a birth has been challenging or a child has come in very quick and they haven't had the bonding, we know now through science that it it definitely has an effect on the relationship, but it can also have an effect on all relationships you know so if someone is suffering maybe they can't you know they feel they self-sabotage or they sabotage every relationship intimate relationship they go into but then we have to have a look at that because it's all to do with patterns and a lot of the time it's inherited it's inherited um, how would you put it habits that aren't even discussed they're subconscious mm-hmm. you know like for example sometimes people who are seven life paths um can self-sabotage and they're running a pattern of betrayal not everyone but it depends but it's really interesting to observe yeah
0: <clears throat> so going back to how, how like how do you know from birth someone is it because going back to the date of birth or how do you know that their birth has affected the person
1: oh again it would depend but um there's a part of the chart that i would ask and um, it's called the inner child so um, there's an age given that would specify when something major happened. And sometimes it can be, you know, before birth, if you will. And sometimes it's after. It's mainly after. But it's fascinating to observe. And again, it's just another way. Like, I, I'm very much a big fan of the work of Dolores Cannon. Um, if you know her, she was... Nope. Oh, she was an incredible woman. She only died about maybe seven, eight years ago. I very much love her energy. And um, she kind of, well, she was a hypnotherapist in the United States, a woman in her 40s or 50s, and just took it up as a hobby. (laughs) But little did she know in the 70s that she would um, bring people back to past lives. She'd bring people back firstly to the birth experience, and then back, she didn't realize what she was doing. She brought them into other dimensions. Now, she's written hundreds of books and Probably one of the greatest ones is The Convoluted Universe. I'd highly recommend it. It's one to four. And um, me in numbers again, of course. And um, so she very much spoke about the soul never dies, you see. It's infinite. So therefore, we continuously evolve into the next experience, be it past, present, or future. <laughs> there you go. Your viewers and listeners will love this one. <laughs> um, but, but she she's still her work is still done so you can have a i actually had the honor of having one done it's um like a past life regression and you you go back into past lives now for myself i can do past life work because based on your numbers so that's another offer i um i give to people and i really love that because i can go off in my own thing and just look at what is coming up again they're past lives you know they're past but they still can have an influence on us and equally the past lives of our ancestors
0: that can replay itself through time and time again there's um i've been listening to this uh peter levine his name is he's a expert on trauma i wonder he's like if i i'm going to say a psychiatrist in america like he's very highly qualified but he believes trauma causes all sorts of issues in the body but he I was listening and he came back with this quite amazing thing of, of like a rebirth type thing so in a child rebirthing but it was all imagining all your molecules coming back as new you know and like building you up from scratch everything is just but he uses animals he doesn't use you he uses animals and you you go into that animal and that's how you get reborn it's actually really powerful um how he does it and it's the same thing like just so it's basically you know the way people get stuck with uh, you know I can't change the way I am but by this visualization you can because you're changing every single cell the way it comes back to something that you want to be That's really powerful
1: yeah beautiful and even the work of Bruce Lipton Greg Braden you know these um you know these very renowned scientists who are recognizing the power of art, the heart mass plus the yep. brain and how we can literally re regenerate our whole bodies. And we can, but when we keep thinking the same thoughts, we're going to create the same things. It's that mm. basic. And then when we understand through numerology or through whatever work one takes on, when you know, thyself, and the ancient ones would have spoken to this Socrates and so forth. Seneca, when you know who you are, and you're on the path but if we don't know who we are we think we're something else and we're pretending to be something else we all do that but you know uh, be it through you know Botox or whatever you know it's still the glow that is within which is the soul and if we can connect with the soul we can connect with who we truly are and therefore we look 40 years younger that's my theory
0: And no get need for Botox <laughs> <laughs> nor no, or good lighting. <laughs> yeah, but I think aging is um, like, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It just means no. you, you've got, I think it's really powerful, you know, to get older. You know, it it, it is because you know oh, more yeah. stuff, you learn more things and you still have a lot of stuff still to do. You yes, know, that's yes. what I think anyway.
1: Well, I agree. And I feel in the ancient times, you know, you know, say with here in Ireland, even, um, and in, you know, the native American and indigenous people, you know, the elder was respected because the elder had wisdom and knowledge. And I feel Mm -hmm. that could be a thing that society needs to look at because the older people, we would not be here without them. And they are the ones who pre paved the way for all of us to live this life. And that's why I feel like if you're listeners and viewers, maybe they can take a step today whenever they hear this towards changing that for their, in their own communities because mm-hmm. the elders, are like they're the ones to listen to. They're the ones that we can ask because they've seen it. And I like kind of getting older now because I can get away with saying whatever I want, you know, in many ways <laughs> within the context. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, context I'm coming into so my true. clone. So, so it's great to be able to because i've had a lot of life experience but i've equally had a lot of joy so it's it's fun to bring that to other people you know mm. not to take
0: life too seriously i think i think we can all be very good at that yeah i think i agree with you on that one that's a really good way to end this podcast yeah. not to take yeah. uh, not to take life too seriously just enjoy the moment no.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know it sounds in shade, but but still, you know, we have the power within us. We've had it all along, but we've given our power away. So now it's time to ring it back in and rein it back in and enjoy it. Enjoy the times of joy. I mean, there will mm-hmm. be times that we crawl into the bed and whatever. But, you know, that's part of life. And the more we can embrace it and know who we are, that's the key. The more we will be able to enjoy this experience
0: it would be quite boring life if it was too straightforward I think we'd be bored we'd just throw things in (laughs) we would be bored throw things in
1: (laughs) follow the yellow brick road (laughs) (laughs) that's important follow the yellow brick road the characters you meet on your journey you know the times that you're sort of blissful and out of it like the poppies but then you know who really is running the show you are we are I am you know it's an inside job and we're with ourselves 24-7. But when you realize, okay, have I given my powers away to the, my counselors, my, you know, whatever, TDs, senators, presidents, blah, blah, blah. On many levels as a society societies, we do, of course, we have to have leaders. But we can lead our own lives as well and take choices and make choices that define what we want in our lives. So the power is within you all along.
0: It's very true actually um that would be something I would say a lot don't give away your emotions to the per, you know to another person I can remember someone in my clinic actually saying that I was like you, you know you need to forgive that person for what's happened she was like I can never do that Because it's not about it's not about going to them and saying sorry or whatever it's about you forgiving yourself for being in that situation and then you'll be able to move on and she's like because they have your emotion they have your anger they have your tears they have your love they have your whatever it is going on they have it in their yes, hands because really. you've given it to yes. them and it's it, about just saying surrender i'm going to take yeah. that back now <laughs> yeah
1: yeah my favorite expression is it's just something that gets me through life it's just for me anyway is i let go i let god now if you don't want to say god you can say i let good you know or universe or source or whoever But I just say, I let go, I let God. So when I'm really caught up in my own head, which I'm very good at because I'm a Virgo, I can get overthinking, overanalyzing, blah, you know. So what I do is I say, right, I'm handing it over. And I always do something physical. I'm handing it over, sort it out. And then it sorts itself out within context. Mm. So, yeah, you know, emotion. We all have emotions and energy in motion is emotion. So remembering we're energy, so we can change the motion of our energies. So that's what we're here to do.
0: It is actually, that's very powerful and very true. We can do and be and think and whatever we want to be. Well, yeah. We
1: really can though. We get ourselves mm-hmm. in the way. We, we know, um, I, you know, and, and when we're in the flow, when we know who we are and what we're here to be and do and experience, it's not even about career which of course is part of it but what your gifts and talents are what you can bring to this experience what your soul wants you to learn what you signed up for on the dotted line before you made your entrance then you're in your power and that's what i do and people like astrologers um uh whoever kinesiologists people like in your clinic you know they're all people on a journey of self-discovery so Mm. it's it's about complementing that isn't it yes
0: yeah it is absolutely absolutely 100% is so if anyone wants to contact you how can they do that
1: yes well my my website is numbers four, the number 4 numbers for success.com or mm-hmm. i'm i'm on instagram numbers for success and also facebook and all my details are on my website numbers for success.com
0: fantastic you've been an amazing guest and really insightful and helpful and i think i'm gonna to have to do this myself and find out and i think i know what my path is but to make sure that i'm really yeah, following it i think you yeah. are full of joy yeah <laughs> thank you okay Thank. thanks very much and again thank you for the listeners and please don't forget to subscribe and share this information with other people and friends thank you, thank you. what can I say thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast today don't forget to share it with your friends and also hit that subscribe button we've got some more amazing guests and speakers coming up